What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love and give our thoughts, our monologues even, on what we like and what we don't like. I am your co-host, Ben Rayside, and today we are going to be traveling to the Marvel Cinematic Universe to discuss Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Just recently released, we are fresh off of the film to give our spoiler-filled thoughts on the film. But I'm not here to do it alone. With me are my multiversal partners across the multiverse here to break down this just crazy film. First off, we've got Ethan Westloff. Ethan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome. I'm madness. Madness is going around in my brain right now. Multiverse monologues, let's go. I can hear it, I can hear it. And we also have Micah Head. How are you doing, Micah? Oh man, this movie was was something else. You know, just to quote Spider-Man 3, another fantastic great movie. <laughs> this is something else. This is something else. Well, let, let's just get right into it. Let's open our sling ring and let's head over to the MCU. Before we get into it, guys, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel where clips of this podcast go up every week. But if you want early access to these podcasts and our Marvel Movie Marathon, check it out on Mondays. But this one will be up very recently. So check out all... We got a lot of cool stuff going on on the YouTube channel and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So a review on those sites would be greatly appreciated. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Other than that, boys... Let's get right into it. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This is a first for Multiverse Monologues. We have never gone straight from the movie to the review. I'm interested to hear what our thoughts are, and I'd just like to open it up. It's very mixed. From our viewing, we went with a lot of people, and I would say a good half of the people we went to see this movie with didn't really enjoy it. There's a lot of criticism mm. that they have to it. And I've never seen this much discourse after leaving a Marvel film. Usually it's, eh, it was good. Oh, it's great. Or I just didn't really like it that much. But this really has me divided based on my thoughts. So I'll shoot this to Ethan first. Your initial thoughts of this movie, just just right out of the theater, what do you think? I, I am a massive fan of this film. I'm not going to lie. This Everything that Sam Raimi brings to the table and just Benedict Cumberpatch and Elizabeth Olsen in this film are just awesome. It And, man, like, this movie's madness. This movie is insane from start to finish. It starts off in a crazy sequence with Defender Strange and America Chavez. That's when you know you're like, all right, this movie, this movie's going to be different. I have no idea what's happening, but I'm ready for it. And... Yeah, I do think some aspects are a little rushed here and there, but overall, man, this movie is just, I thought it was a delight to watch, and I had an awesome time. I, I'm right there with you. 
But Micah, what what did you what did you think? Gotta agree. I think we're all in <laughs> agreement here, man. Let's this go. is Let's this movie. Uh, it does everything that I love about the Spider Man movie, the Raimi Spider Man movies, and it just does it again, and it's awesome because we just haven't seen it in so long. This beauty that is Raimi movies. I love Raimi movies. I gotta watch the the Evil Dead movies sometime, but. Mm. Uh, I love the the romance between the tragic romance between Strange and Christine. Christine, yeah, yes, and how in every single multiverse, Strange does not end up with Christine. And I think that was just it hits you right here, man. It hits you right here, and I, I love the the visuals were insane. Everything yes, from the were. mirror dimension at the beginning to all of the different. Uh, multiversal portals and it, we got to see a glimpse of many different multiverses yes, yeah i didn't recognize if any of them were specifically from into the spider-verse i don't know <laughs> um, out of that, that lava one did kind of look like mustafar <laughs> i straight up said it in the theaters <laughs> and yeah it, it's going to be spoiler i said this at the beginning but spoilers from here on out if you don't i mean what are you doing listening to us if you're if you you haven't seen the movie yeah, yet? Turn it yeah. off. Go to a theater. Come back. Yeah, exactly. Right. You'll be ready. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I was sitting there. I almost said it though. Back to the Mustafar thing. I was like, <laughs> "That's a lava planet." Oh my <laughs> gosh! Are they gonna pull? What if? Am I gonna see? Vader's I almost had to do another check go? mark on our on our list. <laughs> I know, which we will be getting into the the list that we made in our. It did substantially well, actually. It did Not pretty too well. Bad, yeah. So it has about. 200 views, which is good for us. It really was. That's good. So, really good. Yeah, it's not. What? It's not bad. It's not. It's not bad at all. So we're going to be going over that list and what we got right because we definitely did get some right. We got some but stuff right. We definitely got some stuff wrong too. So oh, but, you did. I didn't. I got all right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Struck <laughs> the board. We'll <laughs> I'm right there with you guys from the get go. This feels like. It just feels different, man. Mm. It feels like that Raimi aesthetic. A lot of people were complaining that there was a lot of cringiness to this film in certain aspects. Certain line delivery was that. And I, I will I will direct you to his previous three superhero films. All three Spider-Man movies had really cringy dialogue. I think I am now on that boat of this is Sam Raimi's style. And it shines through I, in Doctor Strange mm -hmm. too. Yeah, and as as Micah had said on this channel before, best part of the ch uh, the cheeseburgers, the cheese. That's what so, I'm saying, man. <laughs> I I didn't notice <laughs> as much cheese as a lot of people. I definitely didn't. I when I view you. movies, it's like if it's not meant to be funny, I do my best not to interpret it that mm, way. Yep. But hearing what other people thought of the film, it's like okay. I, I mean, I see how that scene might have came off. You were engaged. I was totally engaged. I was engaged I was the whole I was time. Invested while they were showing. I didn't see anything that just didn't work. Did you guys see anything that didn't work just to start us off? I will say this. Yeah, to get into let's let's do negatives first because I think we should start yeah, there. Because I, I don't have I many. have very few negatives I agree. in this movie. But one negative that I, I do have with this movie is that America Chavez Chavez is not the greatest is not the greatest character. I mm. think her I think her acting ability leaves a little bit to be desired and certain scenes are just written in a strange way. Strange, strange, oh. strange way. I, I, not to say anything against the character. I see what they were trying to do. I think her backstory with her two mothers who get sucked into that portal is very tragic. I also think that that being caused because of a bee 
is a little a little strange. Strange? It's a little strange. This makes I, you mad? I don't know why. I don't know why. Madness, man. It was just it was just a little weird for me. I don't know if that really worked. And I I get people's criticisms with her. Other than that, I have no other criticisms for this. Movie. One thing uh, about America that I will applaud Marvel for doing is they didn't just make her the token um, daughter of two female parents. I'm glad that it wasn't like her whole character was that. So that, that's that's one thing I got to praise them for is they didn't make it cheesy with that. So That is true. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, like, I, like how they handled the Eternals. They, yeah, they handled yeah, the yeah. Eternals really well and they handled this character very well too. So Yeah, I, I'm always a huge fan of kid actors. And I oh thought, yeah, me like, too. Her, her acting in this movie I thought I really enjoyed and I loved her just chemistry with uh, Benedict Cumberpatch and can you look up the actress's name? I'm not sure. Soshi Gomez. Yes, that's how you pronounce that. I'm pretty sure. That's how you pronounce. Yeah, I have a friend named Soshi. C H I T L. Yeah. I don't know. I thought she did great. I really liked her in this movie. My my one critique is probably Wanda. Just interesting. I think um, I loved everything they did with her character, but I think um, going off the end of WandaVision and then going into this movie for people who don't understand what the Dark Hold is. And the effect it'll have on someone's mind and how the madness in this title, I think, really comes from the Darkhold. Because if you read Agreed. that comic, it mm-hmm. it is madness. It just makes someone mad. So if you don't know that aspect, I can see you being a little mad at the direction Wanda's character goes in this film. So your criticism is just, just, explain, just explain a little better on why Wanda has gone full. She broke bad so quickly. Just coming off. The I think it explained it. I think it did. You think yeah, it did. I really think it shows you, especially during the whole, like whole, the whole thing, especially during the end. Strange, don't use the dark hold. It will literally make you a horrible person. Yeah. So yeah. if anyone is confused at the outset, I think at the it beginning of the movie, it. maybe a little better. But but yeah, by yeah. the end, you do understand what the dark. Yeah. Hold is. I thought at do. the beginning that they were explaining that she was going mad because there was this multiversal Scarlet Witch. That is controlling all of the Wandas at the same time mm. and is trying to combine the multiverses through this motive of the kids. I thought that's what they were going with at first, but then it's revealed later that it was actually just the Darkhold, and I thought that was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, well... Because they set it up in WandaVision that the Scarlet Witch was going to be the beast, the bad guy, and not Wanda. It would be this spiritual entity kind of like dark phoenix no i think it was or it's the power are you sure i think it absolutely was this whole film we are seeing the scarlet witch until the very end i think we see the scarlet witch and i think it's no more evident and no more fully realized than in the scene with professor charles xavier who gets his own scene in this movie when he goes to the dreamscape wanda's white Dreamscape, when that happened, just getting fresh off the House of M comic, that white, shining reality for just a second got me really hyped. But no <laughs> no mutants, no mutant really, besides Professor, Professor X. But he goes and sees Wanda. That is where she is. She's trapped under that rubble. The Scarlet Witch has buried Wanda Maximoff so far down that it just is Scarlet Witch. And from the beginning of this movie, they start off and... <laughs> I didn't realize that the demon that was going after America Chavez was Wanda. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like Nightmare or Dormammu or someone else from the Dark Dimension. It's Wanda from the outset. She wants 
America Chavez so she can be with her children. And it's it's really sad. And I think Elizabeth Olsen did an amazing, yeah. amazing yeah. job throughout this movie in the two people that she played, herself and herself. Yeah, this phase of the MCU has just been so fun. Like seeing Loki interact with himself, seeing Oscar Isaac interact with himself. Now we get to see Benedict Cumberbatch and Elizabeth Olsen interact with themselves. It's just, it's been so fun to see that. Yes. And so the outset of this movie was a little quick, I would say. To the, my last little negative is, is just, so this movie is two hours long. It's only two hours long. Mm -hmm. Maybe it needed a little bit more, I think, just a little bit more to kind of add to that. I think it wraps up fine. The beginning is a little a little jolted and stunted. We're there right from the get-go, yeah. though. And it had me right from the get-go, all the way to the beginning with Defender Strange, with her, she gets sucked into that. She gets sucked into her star portals, which I thought was cool. Some people had problems with that. I say it straight from the comics. I like that. That's awesome, yeah. And then you go through, he's in his, uh, the sanctuary in the church, and we find out that Christine Everhart is getting married to another guy. He can never get, it's tragic, he can mm -hmm. never get Christine. And I will say this, I got off work today, and then I went home and I watched episode four of What If, just mm. to prepare for this movie. And I think doing that really just was a really good choice. Because that episode was really heart-wrenching too. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you get to see Strange just trying his hardest if. To try to get Christine, and we know watching that episode that it will not work in this movie. So uh -huh. I'm glad that they uh, we have that experience with Strange. Yeah, and I definitely think it was a benefit to have uh, What If come out before this, just to, you know, mm. taste the water of what uh, the multiverse can be. and Gets you more Strange backstory. I mean, talking about the multiverse sure. in this movie, they Character. used it completely different than I thought they would. I did too, yep. And really the only... The traveling between multiverses is Scarlet Witch in her dream walking, and I mean, Do Strange in his dream walking. Really, and we were in America yeah, Chavez yeah. with her star portal jumping. It, it was just completely different than I thought it'd be, and I, I really enjoyed that aspect. Like, especially coming off of No Way Home, where I felt like for the most part, I knew every aspect of that movie going into it. Not, not like the endings or some of the, the death sequences, but. The main core of it, the three Spider-Men gonna come. They're gonna, mm -hmm. they're gonna fight the bad guys. But this, this was completely different than mm -hmm. anything I, I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I definitely thought that they were gonna take more time in more multiverses, and yeah. I thought that that was gonna be the main plot of the movie was trying to escape the multiverse or trying to um, stop things from happening in multiple multiverses. And I guess that was would be my only negative, but it's not really negative because it's just false expectations anyway. So. Exactly. <laughs> but I like that they kept it as focused as they did because that's what I was worried about. I was worried it was just going to be a multiversal romp. Like Strange versus Strange and Right, and then it was like just that. going from point to point to point to point. And it was like, all right, we're, we're, what are we doing here? Making Wanda the central key villain and also reinforcing the fact that she is without a doubt 100% the most powerful being in the Marvel Universe. It is no clearly more evident than in this film. I remember that debate. Remember when Wanda yeah. was first introduced and I was like, I, I, I think she's the strongest Avenger. <laughs> no. <you> I think. <laughs> and then and then my Infinity War, we're like, oh man, she's she's pretty strong. And then WandaVision comes out and we're like, oh my god, Guys, the, the scene at uh, Carmitage... When all the sorcerers Holy come together, it's like the ending of uh, Harry Potter. They're all 
at Carmitage oh, and they're, dude. they're they cast their and spells. She's looking and she's so weak minded. She looms over and, and the, she she sneaks out from behind someone, yeah. from one of the weak minded ones, and says, Run. Yeah. And then oh, he runs. He's terrified. That was powerful. That was a <laughs> and that was the thing. There was so many horror aspects in this film. They've said it was horror aspects. Was I scared at any point during this film? No. But those elements, you can see it. If, if you've ever seen, have any of you seen The Grudge? No. All right. Well, there's a scene where Wanda literally like contorts herself through a port, a, like a little portal in Camartage yeah. to get to that a main gong. sanctuary. A gong. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, she escapes the mirror dimension through yes. reflections in the room. And that's she, like the ring when the... The, yes, that's what I'm talking she crawls about. crawls on the TV. The ring, yeah. the grudge, it's the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. She's like contorts herself into that way. It, I mean, it was so creepy and well done. I think they she earns the title Scarlet Witch, mm. especially throughout this whole the film. The CGI held up with that too. Oh my with gosh. Everything. I didn't see a single part where the CGI didn't hold up. A little bit with the prosthetics with zombie uh, strange. At the end, I agree. But besides that... And I, I think th with Garganto, some of that didn't look the best. Oh, no, I got to disagree. Yeah. I thought Gargantos looked amazing. I'm talking about the I was shot. looking for things, yeah, too, yeah. and it, I thought it looked fantastic. Where did you see it? I don't know. When America was running from it, it, it just looked very green screen. Uh, but, I didn't see that. But. Speaking of green screen, at our screening of this film, there was a green <laughs> little glow at the top left-hand corner. I feel like every time we go to see some film, there's something wrong in the theater with lighting or just theaters really need to adapt or they're really going to die, especially in this market. And like with stuff like that, I don't want to go back to Sandwich Theater because I don't want to see a movie with that glow yeah. again, you know? Try and CG next like, time. See that they just lost the... <laughs> that's my thing. Like you, They're not going to fix that by next time. Exactly. Too. Yeah, that's how theaters are, and and everything our theater I go to, the speakers always busted. You guys hear the buzzing, and I didn't, buzzing. I didn't hear any buzzing, but I believe you. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, talking about the theater aspect of this film, you definitely have to see this in a theater. Oh yeah, oh. just all the visuals. Or with a home it, theater, man. It is such a a fun movie just to look at. Some of the this sequences movie. were just awesome, and um, I can see some of the aspects being cheesy for some people, like all oh, the. The red light means go, and the green light means stop. Yeah. Or the or the scene. And then when he brings it to a <laughs> yeah, but I think it works because they're traveling through different multiverses. Yeah. They're allowed to do that fourth breaking wall stuff. You see in the in the post credit scene, you have Bruce Campbell addressing us. He says, <laughs> "Pizza the Papa." He says, "Pizza, Pizza Papa." Papa yeah. Yes, that was a great cameo. But from, no, uh, the scene when. Strange is fighting what maybe sorcerer, uh, supreme or uh, supreme, supreme strange, strange, maybe probably not. But when they're using the music notes to fight each that. other, that is such a cool scene. I thought it, this movie is so creative. It is yes, such it's a so creative film. with the cinematography, with its fights. I didn't find a single fight that was like boring. No, it, even even just the hand-to-hand -hand combat, that was because they couldn't use yeah, the magic. Yeah, him and Mordo. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, one, one thing about that, though, is if his magic is subdued because of the handcuffs, wouldn't his hands lose feeling? Because the whole reason why he has... No, they don't lose feeling. He just... he yeah. He's very shaky. Oh, okay. So maybe he couldn't fist fight, but, you know, eh. multiverse. And, and I don't think he would have yeah. been able to pull himself up with Whatever, whatever. I'll let it slide. That's another thing. With magic in these movies, a lot of criticism is laid to, well, why didn't they just do this? And you can say that about any film, man. If, if you're going to let that 
holds you back from enjoying the movie, mm. you're going to you're going to not enjoy any superhero movie because why didn't they do this? You know, you can't it's a legitimate criticism in so far as suspension of disbelief, but there is a certain mm. extent where you have to suspend your disbelief with these films. Would have been cool to see his weaknesses <laughs> come back though. That's with, true. With his hands. That's true. That scene didn't last for very long. Yeah, it was I wasn't, fine. I wasn't that, that's why I let it pass. I really, like, whatever. I really liked the, the, the Lando-esque Star Wars scene where he meets Mordo out by his strange. <laughs> He's like, oh, I know this guy. Oh, we're not really supposed to like each other. And then they hug and it's like, it ripped straight out of Star Wars. I like Kisses that. the hand. And, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's just dive right into it because they go to this world and to escape Wanda and... We are greeted to the Illuminati, and they they do a they do a real nice lead up to it. Christine Everhart mentions the Baxter Foundation, which is clear reference to the Fantastic Four, and we are greeted by Carl Mordo in that sanctum, and it's revealed that Black Bolt is a part of this Illuminati as he is in the comics, played by the same guy who played him in the Inhuman show back in 2018, I think it was, or 2019. Yeah. I'm I don't know. I never watched the show. I didn't either. Yeah, I, I don't even know who Black Bolt is before this. I'd never even heard the name, so... He has the power of speech, which we saw in the movie. And he also has a role in the Darkhold story. Oh, he used to. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, all right. We also have Captain Carter, which was spoiled in the trailers, but unfortunately. she... Unfortunately. Unfortunately. She was amazing she in this movie. She was awesome. Yep. Like, if, like, I can see people being mad at the, I can do this all day. But it's a different multiverse. Oh, I, I love that. I ate that up. That's I a love, cap I thing. Every yeah. cap is set it. Even, exactly. even past caps and future caps. <laughs> and, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's awesome. We also have um, Car Carl Mortos on there. We also have Maria Rambeau as Captain Marvel, played by the same actress who played her in Captain Marvel. We also have the smartest man to ever live. Reed Richards, played by my man John, John Krasinski. Oh, I couldn't believe it. That is the that's <laughs> the craziest thing to come out of this movie. Man. That was so the, crazy. When on. he was on screen, I'm like, dude, no way. This is happening. This is just that was one of the wild predictions that I. Put I've there. never seen like a a fan casting come to life like this. Like yeah. obviously, back in the '90s, <laughs> everyone was fighting for. Uh, um, Sir Patrick Stewart to become Charles Xavier, mm -hmm. but I mean I wasn't alive for that. So this seeing this happen, it's just it's just so crazy to see. And these rumors have been like they've been going back for a while since like twenty. Are we hearing that in Endgame? Yeah, like we thought that he was going to play show up in that final battle. Let's get John Krasinski to play Mister Fantastic, and Emily Blunt to play the Invisible Woman, and we got that just a little bit of that, but not. For very long. Not for very Not long. For oh, man. You guys, see, uh, you guys see Invincible yet? I have seen Invincible, yes. Have you Invincible seen Invincible? Yeah. Amazing. yeah. Wanda pulls. What better man. comparison? <laughs> she goes in, which this is the scene that got really spoiled for me uh, from the movie. It was the title, Wanda Kills the Illuminati. Didn't see who was on there. So that, uh, all that was a surprise except for Maria Rambo being... I also got that spoiled for me. Don't let's not get into it. But she legitimately destroys every single one of them easily. Like Mercs. Um, oh yeah, man! I enjoyed the sequence with Captain Carter though fighting Wanda. Oh yeah! So cool to see and Maria Rambo too. But other than that, like John Krasinski, you're out of here. It was Black Bolt, brutal, man. Black yeah. Bolt. He said, "What mouth?" And the fear Holy on his crap. face. And then the fear on my face. He slushifies <laughs> his whole cranium. Like, boom, it's a pop. 
I audibly gasped in the theater when his brain. My jaw out. literally dropped. I was. My I've never. Was my jaw has never dropped before, man. <laughs> I was sitting there like, oh my! I can't believe that just happened. They Sam Raimi told like he got as close to this rated R line as he could. Yes. I'm like surprised at how violent some of these scenes were. He was only able to have that blood yeah. splattered look on her because it was oil from the ultra from the Ultron bots. Oh. I like that also that John Krasinski was given a little scene to really shine. Do you have kids? Yes. Are you still with your wife? Yes. And so you're talking about his kids. They obviously exist. And she says, good, someone will be there to raise them once you die. And it's like, uh, holy yeah. crap. Dang. But we also have, as mentioned previously, Professor X played by, as in the trailers, of course. It, Man, imagine if we didn't get Captain Carter or Professor X in these trailers. This, I know. This would have been the most crazy sequence ever. Because oh. Professor X doesn't get revealed immediately. No. He comes in with the 97 X-Men theme. Dun -dun 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 -dun. Just two notes of that, right in, and he comes in. We should tell him the truth. Oh my goodness, was that absolutely amazing. And we get the backstory that Stephen Strange in that universe was not a good man. And or was he? to kill him. Or, well, at the end he was, yeah. I mean, he was doing that dark cold thing, from what I remember. Mm, yeah. That's the thing. A lot of this movie I'm still processing. I will be seeing it again this weekend. My buddy, I, We already have tickets to go see it. And... I just, but just that Thanos is laying sitting there with a big yes, sword in his yeah. gut. I, like you, I heard you say, I want to see that movie. Yeah, I want to see that movie. That that see that. Yeah. Professor X fighting Thanos in his hover chair. <laughs> that, that, oh my oh, gosh. That's the, the fun that. part. What if he was at that battle? I wish. <laughs> oh, that's been. the fun part about going through the multiverse like this yeah. is we get to see universes and things that we. Never could have fathomed seeing in the MCU. Like, it, seeing the Illuminati is just... Eh. And amazingly, that's not, like, the highlight of the nope, movie. not at we all. Got the, we got the uh, Earth name drop, too. 616. Yes, that's six, another that thing. That so cool. Big drop, because this has technically been, until now at this point, Earth 19999. Mm. And that's the movie universe. I just thought that worked in tandem with the comic universe, which is 616, but... Apparently that's not it. This is the main Marvel universe to focus. That on. other one was eight three eight. Is eight that right? Eight yes. three eight. Eight three eight. I tried to remember those names. I think I got it. Eight three eight and six one six. Those were the main Marvel universes. I'm a little. I don't know if I feel cheated. I, I'm a little upset that we didn't get anything else from the multiverse. No other X Men. No Spider Man. Nothing big. But I think for what this movie was trying to do. And having it be a, a strange v. Wanda the whole time yeah. with a little America yes. Chavez mixed in the middle, I think it totally like, achieved that. That's why this movie was so great because when you look at the plot as a whole, those cameos, they completely work for the story they were telling. Mm -hmm. They're not forced at all. And it's just natural. It just happens. Compared yeah. to No Way Home, this is so much more natural. For it, the, is, it is so natural for yeah, these cameras. Because in No Way Home, you're like, well, would Spider-Man really be there? From that, Would that specific Spider-Man really be there and say the right things and be in the... But in this one, it's like, they're there because this is their universe. And we happen upon it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's what makes this much more natural than No Way Home. Yeah, and that's the thing, the beautiful thing, because right when, right when Sylvie stabbed Kang, I was like, at this point, Marvel can do whatever they want, and mm. this is them doing whatever they want. And so, I don't know, I, I disagree, kind of. I think the Spider-Man, for what that story was, I think it works. It totally. works. It what's works. not I natural is what natural you said here. to me in the theater, 
that why is Ned so easily able to yes. do it? I think that is what and it th- doesn't thinking work. Thinking so about much how right. Ned can and how they both open portals, the it's, right. he does have a sling ring, and you see in the end, America Chavez trying to do it. She's yeah. trying to conjure the energy without anything. It's it's different than what Ned did, yeah. so it's explainable, but still, Ned being able to. Open well, magic portals. runs on his family. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's thing, it's just yeah. a little plot inconvenience. <laughs> it's not as natural as this. Well, and America Chavez was supposed to be the thing that opened up the the universes. But I mean, yeah, the Illuminati is just like their uni- their universes yeah. Avengers, so it yes. makes sense more to me. And also, s- seeing Doctor Strange in this movie, you're even more confused at how Spider Man can beat him with geometry. Yeah. In, uh, yeah, Wanda's powerful. She's definitely powerful, and so is Strange. Like you totally see him. I would just want to say in the outset, though, that them going to Wundagar Mountain, I think, is what it's called. Remember I that. I, it was something <laughs> Wundabar, Wundagar. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it wrong. I know I am. <laughs> this isn't going to age well. But know, that mountain was awesome. Seeing that, and I love at the very end, Strange assembling all the demons to basically make his cloak. I thought that was so Lovecraftian and it worked so well just because it was just weird and demon-esque. And, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And when he, he's talking to Christine and she's like, how are you going to dream walk if there's no Doctor Strange in that universe? And he goes, <laughs> there's no Doctor Strange alive. Yeah, he's like, I never said he had to be alive. Yep. Ooh, oh, that, that was a really was, great moment. It was Man. so good. You're like, oh, it it's so rewarding, too, because... When they bury him earlier, you're like, that's kind of funny that that happened. But just bringing it full, full circle, it was just so fun. And for a second there, so Mike had predicted. Chekhov's gun with Mike, that. Yeah, Mike had predicted that Wong and Strange would be just lost in the multiverse. And I thought that's what they I were thought that would, either one was going to either yeah, die yeah. or be lost in the multiverse. And I was close. Well, Wong almost died, and Strange almost got lost in the multiverse, yeah. but ended up not, so... Guess we get to see another movie with Wong. Not that I'm <laughs> Wong is great in this. Wong movie. is so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, their their little interaction at the end there. At least we can do it together. And they're just sitting there looking and at each other. And strange bows to him yes. after the whole movie. Such a great moment. I think the moments with Kamartaj in the beginning, we kind of talked about it already, but them assembling to prepare for Wanda with it, the drums. It felt it. like Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh, dude. it was so good. When uh, that was like that's one of the coolest. That's when you're. That's when I'm like. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna like this movie. Right and, when that yes. scene was happening, and the moment of unease that started to creep into me when Strange is talking to Wanda in her perfect reality—that she's abandoned her magic, so-called, <laughs> so-called—and then she's like, oh, "You didn't tell me where she'd be," and it slowly starts to dawn on you that wait a minute, Strange does not have full control here. Wanda is totally in control, and she starts to make all around her seem like it's from, like a like an '80s rock band music video, death hellscape or something. She doesn't need the, the reality video. stone to change reality. <laughs> no, she can do it herself. That's insane to me how she's able to warp reality with her magic. Imagine if she had even one of the Infinity Stones. Yeah, she would destroy Thanos. In she, an instant. She goes, the hard part was lying to you. This was easy. Oh, man. And she comes up. And it, just that feeling of unease whenever she's on the screen. That was her being reasonable. Hey, oh, listen, man. Guess what? And, and so often you watch these Marvel films and superhero films by extension. And you don't feel the threat of the villain because... You know the hero's going to win. But throughout this movie, Wanda was such a threat 
uh, her acting ability, the unease you felt. I didn't feel confident that one of the members of the Illuminati was going to make it out. Of that the was because of the multiverse aspect. Nothing in this multiverse mattered. I forgot where it said it, but one of the did it say it in this? What 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 show or movie were we watching where it was like because it's an infinite multiverse of things, whatever I do does not matter because there are no consequences. There are infinite realities, so whatever I do doesn't matter. I, but it might be might be Loki when he goes back to Pompeii. And he's like shouting at the I top forgot. of his lungs. Oh yep, I'll but think of I'm it. Not sure. I'm not sure. Well, straight D- Defender Strange says it in this movie at the very outset of the beginning. Listen, your death at the outset of the of cost of the whole multiverse, it's a small price to pay. A small price to pay for salvation at the very end. <laughs> I oh, I also just want to say that I, we didn't really say it. I mean, you kind of said it on the outset. But Benedict Cumberbatch playing the other, 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 the other, other, the other. And Doctor Strange. Peter Three. Oh my gosh. There was like four <laughs> Doctor Strange. He was awesome. Highlighted by the one performance of maybe Strange Supreme. I'm of the belief that that is Strange Supreme. I don't think it is. I, th- I hope that we see Strange Supreme. I hope that I we see that Strange is. Supreme in all eye. of his... He's got the beard. I think it could be Strange Supreme from What If, if it uh, takes place before he's... Uh, a Guardian of the Multiverse. Okay. So his episode is here, Guardians of the Multiverse is here, and then maybe Sorcerer Supreme. No, but he dies. He dies. Yeah. So, I think that we would see Sorcerer Supreme with the Watcher. We're gonna yeah. see maybe that was his last time. point though. Maybe maybe that was last to I mean, who we're not probably not gonna see Strange Supreme again. I thought he was probably all mutilated. Not. He was like he had his horns and his He's like a dragon, kind of, and yeah. But then in the what if he can kind of morph his, yeah, morph. He has that beard. I'm of the belief that that is him. I wouldn't be surprised if they come in and retcon it though. But I think his his but, world weariness. Yeah. Well, what if built those. up was whether or not it was the exact same um, Doctor Strange? You could tell that that's where they were going, and that was yeah. Was alluding so to. you saying that watching episode four of What If really enhances it? Totally enhances that scene because. I remember watching each time he tried to save that Christine, Christine from yeah. that car crash. And it's like, oh, I totally see how you got to this mm-hmm. point. The same thing with Wanda. That was the same strange from 838, though, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? No, okay. yeah. Because the strange from 838 gets destroyed. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Black Bull literally says, I'm sorry, and obliterates the crap. He whispers it, and he's And gone. that's the thing, though. Black Bolt can, I, I believe he could have taken out Wanda if he had a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and she takes it away from him right then and there. I don't know, man. This movie was bonkers oh, on man. so many levels. And I, I, so a lot of people had criticisms with this movie. Like, it has a 7.6 on Rotten Tomatoes at this point. It has a 7, 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, 91% audience score, though. 62 Metacritic, too. So 62 out of 47 Metacritic. Metacritics. Yeah, so it's not the biggest fan favorite movie, but honestly, I would legitimately say that this is one of my favorite Marvel movies, if not, if so much for the fact that it's, it's really different and. The humor is also an aspect that I've always criticized these recent Marvel movies for. Everything in here feels very yeah, natural. Yeah, it does. And I've seen a lot of people criticize. Exactly. It just feels very natural. And for some of those Sam Raimi films, it didn't feel natural to me. But the more I watch them, the more I'm like, all right, Sam Raimi has a style. And this style goes through right here. A lot of people have criticized Wanda's line. 
go back to hell. I love that line. I had no problem with it whatsoever. I think it is on the nose deliberately. I don't know. I, I don't think she was bad at all. I think Sam Raimi has a style. It shines through in this movie. And I think because of that, this elevates it. I, <laughs> I've been really critical of Marvel Phase 4. I really have. And I hate that because Marvel Phase 3 was just top-tier television and filmmaking. There was a few, like maybe two projects I didn't really enjoy. But Phase 4 has been lackluster in my opinion. This rises above so many projects, and it's up there with Loki and No Way Home, in my opinion. Still wondering. I got to wait on it. I got to see it a few more times to place it in my ranking. But it's so good. I love this movie. I agree. Like, this movie's different from No Way Home because No Way Home, you're waiting the whole movie right. for certain things to happen from the trailer we've seen and certain characters to show up, like Spider-Man or Toby and Andrew. But this movie... Like, I'd seen the trailers leading up to this movie, but at no point in this movie am I sitting there waiting for this scene to happen, other than the Illuminati scene, of course, mm. when he's yeah. in the cell. Yep. But even the the scene when Wanda confronts Wanda in the end, like, I'm like, oh, oh I forgot yeah, this. We had, like, no context yeah, I'm like, of I forgot it. that so happened in the like, trailer. Yeah. So this movie, like, th this is the first movie since um, Infinity War, in my opinion, that every single second of this film, there is insane things happening mm -hmm. and there's no bathroom breaks you gotta you gotta stay this yeah. entire movie and it's just i just think it's such a fun ride just to sit there watch sam raimi take you on this crazy journey and really that hallway sequence right after wanda crawls out of the gong and she's running through and strange is closing the doors and wanda's just chasing them it's like the ride that sam raimi takes us on is just, it's just so fun yeah it really is the the music sequence, we were talking about that earlier. The music right? in this movie. The music, did, they did use Strange's theme at the beginning, throughout it a little bit. I listened to the soundtrack, I didn't hear it there. Maybe I gotta go re-listen to it. But they used Strange's theme in this movie. I was really liked. I also really liked uh, Soshi Gomez America Chavez theme. It was really good, even though I had problems with her character. I thought her theme was really good. What, the WandaVision theme. When she when they take her to yeah. the orchard, dun, 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 that you get that little Easter egg too. Danny Elfman really really did well. There's no really standout tracks. I'm not gonna lie, but I think it worked. Uh, music worked. You know, my favorite part about the score is the absence of the score. You know what I'm yes, talking about? Yes, in certain whenever scenes. the scenes were silent, the suspense because Marvel movies don't really do that. No. They don't really do that in action scenes where they had just drop the music and then it's gone like for a good portion of time. Mm. And that's what I loved about this movie because that's that's a horror element thing because it builds your heart rate. You're like, it, it really, it, it brings your attention to your ears so you hear more and with the surround sound and with the visuals going, you have no idea what's going on. And, yeah. and in the Omni-Man death sequence where everybody's just getting murked when... Uh, when Captain Carter throws the shield and then Wanda throws it back, slashes through her, music Ooh. stops. Yep. We hear the, the the shield go into the pillar. We get the shot of the pillar with the bloody shield on it. Whew, man. Uh, yeah, you're right. Like, That's the, the one that sticks out the most. Yeah. The fun of going through the multiverse is you can do all these things. And it doesn't would, affect six It six. doesn't affect our universe. But you're still seeing these huge, influential characters. Mm. The weight of their deaths is still the same. Like, we know Sir Patrick Stewart. We love that character from the X-Men franchise. So, 
But it's not the same it's guy. It's not the same guy. Mm. So that doesn't ruin or tarnish It doesn't his ruin what that character Because we know who that character yeah. is. We know his... It's like when they have a new reboot of things. They don't have to reintroduce the character to us because we already know them. So... Yes. Keep talking. But I know. The, the fun of Phase 4, like the juice Phase 4 of the MCU is needed, is this multiverse mm. stuff. Everything... Uh, I mean, what if aside, like some of that was really good. I really like the, the conclusion of it. But a few episodes failed. But everything with the multiverse so far in Phase 4... It's just, it is so fun to watch this stuff and play out. Y- you know, Phase 4, what it really needed is this multiverse, and that opens it up to so much more style. Like what we were saying with Sam Raimi, everything about this movie is style. And mm. just the director doing whatever he wants, and it's fantastic. Uh, a scene that really stands out to me is when they're explaining uh, Dreamwalkers yeah. and how it has that montage where it's the three parts of the screen that keep morphing and changing and mm. and y- you get this amazing visual and as they're falling through the multiverse at one point you get all the different multiverses there's the music thing again it cuts off sometimes switches completely goes into a different song as they go through these universes and i think that's fantastic just yeah. the way he's been able to Harness this filmmaking. Yeah, this is a film man. This is a movie like sitting down watching this movie (laughs) I was like this is not only just an awesome Marvel movie, but this is a super stylistic Yes, yes fun movie like watching them bring in like seances and uh, Possession into it. I'm like this is more than a Marvel movie. This is a supernatural Yeah, and film. it's beautiful to look it at, is. too. Yes. The different camera shots, the the colors, man. Did you notice the colors? Everything was so bright, and you had these deep shadows on people, and then you had the bright lights. Of, Especially when they go to 838. Yeah, yeah. Whole, everything is just... Awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. And I, I want you guys to rewatch Doctor Strange and tell me that movie looks pretty, because it does not. It whoa. does not. It whoa, is whoa, so... Whoa, whoa. Compared to this one, man, they got this on the head. I gotta disagree with you. You got no. You gotta there's, watch Doctor Strange again. There's two scenes. You're I'll thinking of mirror I'll dimension. Point, <laughs> I'll point it to you right now. I'll, I'll, All right. The scene where she takes him through the multiverse. Open your mind. That whole sequence with colors and mm. everything. Beautiful. And the scene at the end where he goes and fights Dormammu. The colors in that yes. sequence are yes. also absolutely amazing. But so the consistency might, throughout. Multiverse of Madness compared to the consistency throughout Doctor Strange, it's garbage. Pay attention to the colors when you're watching Doctor Strange again. When we when we watch it in our watch through, okay, I'll, I'll point it out to you if we if we do that. But you can look online for for those examples. But in in this movie, he nails it, man. This HDR and bright colors and all that fun good stuff that I just love to. It's it's candy for the eyes. It's fantastic. It Absolutely, I will say though the ending is. Is all gray mm-hmm. and black, so I think, in contrast with the rest with the rest of the movie. Yeah, in contrast with the rest. So I kind of get what you're saying. I don't agree though about that first Doctor Strange movie. I I really I really I, like that I one. see Mike's point. This movie's better than it. I yeah. okay. All that, right. First that's movie right. looks okay. bland in colors. Visuals are great in the first movie, but in colors, I think that's where the first okay. movie lacks. I also I want to I just want to highlight a line that is said in this movie by Professor X that just made me so happy. It's the line from X-Men Days of Future Past that because Professor Xavier is all about finding people and bringing them back to the to the righteous path. You know, no one's ever really lost. And he says, just because someone stumbles and loses their path 
doesn't mean they can't be saved. In Days of Future Past, and it comes up again in this movie when he's talking to Strange, mm -hmm. we should trust him. I think this is a different kind of Doctor Strange, and he would know that because he looked in his mind. But he, he delivers the line, and when I heard it, I was like, this is pure fan goodness. Not the same Professor X, but I, it's good to know that all the Professor Xs have that. But yeah, it's that character. Yes, so you, it's the character. So that, that helps us to assume that he is yeah. very similar in character to the one that we got to know and love yeah. in the X-Men franchise. It's like, which we are watching throughout our multiverse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you have, watched you have absolute <laughs> points that every um, variant has to encounter. Like you have uh, Doctor Strange talking about his sister dying, mm. and then yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yes. we haven't got that before mm -hmm. ever. And then you get he can't be with uh, Christine. That's an absolute point for him. So then you have Professor X. He has all these absolute points. We don't know what they are, but the fact that he's still the same character we love is just a testament to this multiverse and also to you Wanda fans. Out yeah, there. she's not gone. Right. No, Wanda's, no, she's not. Wanda's not gone. The Scarlet Witch, she may have died in this movie, but they they didn't tease us with that Wanda in the end, just to tease us. She's she's gonna be back. So if you watch the movie, watch carefully at the ending sequence when the mountain is falling down. You see a red flash of light when the mountain is falling down. That's her getting out of there. That's her dying, isn't it? Because when I thought this one she died. Yeah, when she kills all the. Um, Illuminati, they have that smoke puff too. Yeah. So I took that as her dying. And then the Darkhold. Yeah, I thought also, that by breaking all the Darkholds. The Darkhold burns in every single universe. The Darkhold is gone. I think she had to die for that to happen. So this Scarlet Witch is dead, but I think Wanda that we see in the other universe with Billy and Tommy, is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, she's alive and well. I will say this. If that is the way that the Wanda that we've grown to know since Age of Ultron died, I think that's unsatisfactory. The way that they I played don't think it, she I did think die. her sacrifice, I think her sacrifice is justified. I think if that was her ultimate death, though, that was unsatisfactory. They need to go and redo. I, I mean, they're not going to go redo it, but they they needed to do it in a different way. I don't think she's dead though. Like though, I, I get this feeling though. Like, she's a big legacy character, probably the most influential and most interesting female yeah, character. Yeah, we were right talking now. about how most powerful she, Elizabeth Olsen and Benedict Cumberbatch are the two faces of the MCU right yep. now. And, like, Hannah, or I was on the car right home with my sister, and she's like, would you say Doctor Strange is your favorite MCU character right now? And I'd say, yeah, I mean, Cap's gone and Tony's gone. So I think Strange is that new placeholder for me right now. Mm. I would say Spider-Man yeah. for me. He he was he would be the one that I'm most attached to. But Strange is right there too. Uh, my fiance, she said I, this is probably your favorite one of all time, and she wants to go rewatch it. She never wants to go rewatch Marvel films like ever. So huh. maybe that's the Wanda, in, <laughs> the Wanda fan in her that she really likes. But as a fan of WandaVision, this so totally pays. This off. movie did what Civil War did, but they like made it. It's so intense and hardcore. And even in the end sequence, when so you have Charles saying, maybe this strange is different. But then you have him uh, dream or uh, dream walking like mm -hmm. Wanda's doing. I he, thought that was kind of weird how, how quick he was to jump to dream yeah, walking. Yeah. I don't think it was dream walking. I think that was in her mind. 
I think that was Professor X. Oh, Prof- I was thinking, I was oh, thinking talking Dr. about Doctor Strange when he uh, dream walks into the zombie body. In the, oh, I'm in sorry. The yeah. final scene. I'm sorry. If yes. he knew that it was against, he knew that those uh, souls of the, the the souls dudes were gonna show up and try to pull him out because it was illegal or whatever. Why was he so quick to do that? I do think we should have got a little longer of like hesitation before mm-hmm. he jumped into the dark hole. Maybe he weighs the consequences yeah, or have some sort of background about it. I don't know. I, I think that part was rushed, um, but it was cool. <laughs> it was super cool. Yeah. When he's flying with the, the what do you call those? The parademons? I'm the not souls. Sure. The, the souls, souls of the dead. When they're his Ooh. new cloak of levitation. Oh my gosh, that was so But anyway, cool. when he flies in there and Wanda looks at him, she goes, you hypocrite. And then uh, they're fighting Wanda. Uh, Wong has her trapped, and he Wong looks at Strange and he goes, "You have to take America's power." Mm. I'm like, "Oh no, Strange is going to become the very thing he sought to destroy." Yeah. And I was very on to destroy. Yeah. I really liked how this movie challenged the the sorcerers and their abilities to uh, predict the future by viewing all of the because you assume that. The one lady that sacrifices herself by stabbing the Darkhold, she already looked at the possibilities and said, no, I have to do it. It can't be you. She said it can't be you. So you assume that that's why she read it. And uh, Doctor Strange at the beginning, or what was Defender Strange, assumes at the beginning that America has no chance. So you have to give me your power. And throughout this movie, we see Doctor Strange struggle with, should I just take that power? Should I... Take this on myself, should I hold the knife? And I like how that is a big theme of this movie, where that is why Christine didn't go with her. That's why, that that's his fatal flaw. Yeah. That is Doctor Strange's fatal flaw throughout the multiverse, is that he has to take the knife, and that he can't. He can't if he wants to succeed. I also really like the theme of Strange being happy. Mm-hmm. Many times he's asked throughout this film, Strange, are you happy? Are you happy? And I like what... The Strange Supreme has to say, you know, people have asked you, are you happy? Why wouldn't I be? I've got the power of the gods at my fingertips, you know? And then at the end, it's like, well, are you happy? And he's like, yeah. But you can sense that, well, there's something more there. There's something, like, I relate to that. Like, not I relate to it. I am happy, guys. Don't worry. But, like, I don't know. That little key message throughout that carries throughout all of them and having that be between all the strangers of them being happy. I don't know. I really like that little theme that carried throughout. The I movie. loved how they use the multiverse as a way to open up to these characters because it breaks an entire barrier. Mm-hmm. So Doctor Strange opens up to Christine so easily in 838. He's like, what are we in this universe? That's a pretty open question to just ask or what were we in this universe? Because he's already dead in that universe. But you know what I mean. So it, it just opens it up so much sooner. And Strange is so desperate to see yeah. what Christine is thinking. And he's grasping at, you know, what does Christine think in this universe? Because that's got to be so similar. Because she is so similar in this universe. And then we get that again when he goes to the other one with um, Sorcerer Supreme. Is that what we're going to call him? The Evil Strange. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call evil, him. Right? Evil Strange. And... He just opens up because he already knows that that's what that other strange is thinking. They have the same mind. They both went to that wedding. They both talked to Christine, apparently, and they both had the same conversation. Yeah. They both were thinking the same things. 
So that makes it so much easier to open up and have this communication. And it starts off with, with the death of his sister. We get to find that out and then just opens the floor. And, and I love that. Yeah, the, the relatability, relatability between multiversal variants is like a highlight of this whole multiverse mm -hmm. thing. Like you get it in No Way Home. That's you get it in awesome. Spider-Verse too. Yeah, in Spider-Verse too. But in No Way Home, you get every, they all lost Uncle Ben. They oh, all lost Uncle Ben. They all lost the Ben. Yeah. And then you get it in this with all the, the Christine stuff. Like, it just it just brings these characters together in ways that you never thought possible before this phase of the MCU. And I'm really... Yeah, because really, these characters yeah, yeah. have that one thing that makes them them. And it just has to happen to everybody. For Spider-Man, it's Uncle Ben. or and, and a parental figure dying right. because of him in some way. And then for Doctor Strange, it's the loss of Christine. Either from the heart... Or from death, as we saw in What If, or you know, whatever. That's just what makes Doctor Strange Doctor Strange. Yeah, and I love this this phase it's of the MCU. They're really going like full gas. They're like, all right, if you're not on board now, then just hop off the train because we are going full blown crazy town. <laughs> now they're right saying now. if you're not on board, you better watch What If, WandaVision, <laughs> Infinity War, Endgame. To prepare for this one movie. <laughs> so, is that a criticism, though? Because if you haven't seen WandaVision, this does not... This is not this is the first Marvel movie where you have to watch one of the shows. But I At think, least one of the shows. I think it, it still movie. works. Because you get enough of that. You're like, okay. She is... And also something this movie establishes. Dreams are your multiversal selves. I thought that was... That's such a fun aspect. Jeez, that really, really... Puts a lot into perspective in my head. <laughs> Holy oh. catfish! I have been doing yeah, some crazy I, I things. I thought that the dreams would always across be across the multiverse, guys. Yeah. I thought that, uh, it, it's even funny. Even the ones where I'm naked, running from clowns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny when Wong said that. I've been to Coruscant a lot, apparently in, in the multiverse. You know, you That's, have. <laughs> I've been to Coruscant. I've dreamed about Coruscant a lot. Weirdly enough. I think it's just the Star Wars. This is backrooms school that I've been in in my dreams. I guess that's <laughs> <laughs> a multiversal hell for me. <laughs> I like that. You can really put that out and have it be like a oh, you know, the dream I'm about to have to tonight. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's. Oh, and then America dream. Chavez is the only America Chavez. That was cool because yep. she doesn't have any dreams. That is. Cool. I think that was yeah. a cool aspect where um, she. She knows that she's the only one. She can't get help from any other America Chavez to see how they did it. Yeah. So that was a cool And as a plot device, her going forward, super interesting. Mm -hmm. Would you say that America Chavez was there only as a plot device? Because I think that question is raised. is And it's a fair one. Because she's not... Without her, like, this wouldn't... This movie wouldn't be possible, obviously. But is she just a, a tool to make things happen? Yes. You would yes. say. I don't think that her character is developed very well, but it is a Doctor Strange movie. So I'm glad that they didn't develop her character more. And I, I think it's the perfect amount of character to get it done. Yeah. Um, I, if it were a three-hour movie, we would have seen more America Chavez and her upbringing and how she got these powers. Because there's no way that she's deathly afraid by that age. Before that age, she's got to have some sort of before then. So it, I don't know. There, there had to be something that changed in her. I don't know if it was something. Yeah, and I think ultimately, like introducing a new superhero character in any major film mm -hmm. is always 
in the core of it a plot device and you want to introduce this character for future stories. So from that aspect, I don't hate it. And also, you see them planting the seeds in all these uh, these movies and shows for young Avengers. That's they're, true. They're headed towards that in some capacity. Yeah. And if that's the case, I'm not really excited for young <laughs> Avengers because other than Peter Parker, who I assume will probably be the lead for that, I mean, I kind of like I kind of like Kate Bishop. You know, Miss Marvel would definitely be a part of that team. Yeah, she's going to be a part of it, but I don't think she's going to be the leader. <laughs> she's gonna like I said, show. right now MCU is going going full speed. If you're See, not on board now, then don't get on. See, I want I want another Avengers film. Like we have no Avengers film, even in the like even plans for in the one. near future. Like, yeah. wh where are they? Are we done with that? I don't want that to be the case. I love the Avengers movies. Maybe they need to just find a group, a core. Maybe they were discussing that on Kevin Feige's retreat, retreat yeah. this last week or whatever. That's probably what they were doing. But I, I don't know. We're not talking about the future. Although I guess maybe we should. I mean, this movie ends with the post credit scene of Clea, I believe is her name. Is that right? Clea. Clea. Yes, Clea. And the she, purple girl? Yeah, she is. Yes. I thought it was Charlize Psylocke. Theron. Yeah. She's been in stuff. Bringing some big name actors for these She did have a recognizable scenes. face. What else she been in? She, she was, was in Mad, Mad Max. Max. Yep. Um, that was her big Oh, she was, was in uh, uh, Fast 8, wasn't she? <laughs> she was in Fast 8 and 9. Yeah, that's yep, right. I do remember that. <laughs> yep. So she is actually in the comics... She is the wife and lover of Doctor Strange, who eventually becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. In the background, I can't confirm, I don't need a video to confirm that. That was the Dark Dimension. Yeah. That was where Strange faced off Dormammu. That was the Dark Dimension. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So where, th where that's going to go, I have no idea what amount, like, sequel that's going to set up. I have no idea. But I just, just as a little throw out, I just want to say... I've always wanted to see a Doctor Strange, and this is purely me just saying this. I want to see a Doctor Strange movie set to the song of Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> I just want to see Doctor Strange kicking demons like butts played to that song or like have a trailer. I want that song to be played in relation to Doctor Strange in some way. Just purely fan. Like I thought about it a long time ago. I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool to see a sequence with that, that song? That song was in the Guardians of the Galaxy game. game. It was was pretty, it really? It was pretty sick. I yeah. love, see, I love that song. And I think it's Don't Fear the Reaper. That whole message throughout. The, I think it would play well. And Marvel has, the, I mean, the Thor. They just, what was the song in that Sweet Child of Mine in mm -hmm. the Thor trailer? Like setting them to these 80s songs. I would love that. So this is just me like saying, please Doctor Strange three, let's do that, please, or in, or in some form. But that's just that's just me personally, guys. We got it. We got we got a really good film. We're not going to give our scores. It's too early. We got to see too it fresh, a few more too times. Fresh. Exactly. But I I am overall really really positive on this movie. I really am. Yeah. We've got our list. I want to go through our list and see oh, what our, we got. Our predictions right? list. All yeah. right. So just briefly, quickly, we don't uh, got to spend too much nothing's time. Nothing's nothing for Spider Man. Nope. Um, no X-Men group. Nope. But we got Professor X. Obviously, we all said yeah. yes for Professor X. Uh, no Magneto, no Logan, unfortunately. No, no Logan. Dr. Doom, no, no Logan. No Tom yeah. Cruise, Tony Stark. But no. the, the, here, going through this list, just saying, I'm not disappointed. Not, I'm not disappointed that this stuff didn't yeah. happen. You know? No, not absolutely not. I think, like, plot-wise, all the cameos that happened, they made sense. 
They worked yeah. in the story, and they were pretty dang cool. Yes. I am disappointed we got no. Oh, we didn't get a uh, Chris Evans Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah. oh, but we did get John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. We predicted yes, we that. Did. Yes, we did. Uh, we what did I say for that? What did I say? You for that? said. Want it. We all said want it. Want it. We all said want it. We didn't oh, think God, it happened. Yeah, it happened, but we got it. We didn't think it happened. I would yeah, say that's a half is, point right there. That is awesome. Other than that, though, like, we no, got, no we, major cameos. Like, Bruce Campbell. We got our Bruce Campbell. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we pizza Papa. Pizza Papa. Pizza Papa. What is that? Like, ice cream pizza? What, what no, was no, that? Pizza balls. Pizza balls. Yeah. yeah. Pizza poppers. Okay. I, love, oh, I, love, I actually really like the joke of, you don't have to pay for food in most universes. And then it's like, oh, of course you do. You know? And it comes back to immediately bite her. And I, I really like that joke. It was a good one. Uh, we got Mordo, but he wasn't the big bad. Like, we... And I don't think he And he wasn't, wasn't our Mordo. He wasn't yeah. our Mordo, yeah. yeah. That was we didn't get any six one six Mordo. And that's weird because the Mordo of six one six, he was in the post credit scene as being set up for the big bad in the yeah. next movie. And th- this is cool because we're like Doctor Strange is just in all these Marvel movies. But like as a complete arc wise, we don't really have that. Because he discusses this whole Mordo thing, how Mordo was trying to kill him. We don't get to see that. Yeah. That just happens off screen. Yeah. It's like Doctor Strange is this huge, massive, complex That's a whole character. other movie. <laughs> yeah, and he's developed his powers. We see his powers on display in this film. Mm. Like squid shooting out of his arms and conjuring massive yeah. monsters. It. He is the different... Like, we, we see him in Doctor Strange, you know? Then we see him in uh, Ragnarok. His powers have advanced... So far, just gloves. in that. Where'd those gloves go? Where'd those yellow gloves go, man? <laughs> I don't know. I like His gardening gloves. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? I like those gloves. Very comic book accurate. I don't know. No Daredevil, no Defenders. No, uh, no White Vision. No I vision. thought that we would see White Vision. I yeah. did think, I like, thought that White Vision was going to be a pacifier for, for Wanda. Yeah. But, but no White Vision. Yeah, I think I'm, that the next time we're going to see her, uh, see Vision is, um, uh, what was it? I had a prediction. It wasn't, was it Miss Marvel? It was. Uh, I forgot. I'll remember it. <laughs> All good. You're one good. of the, one of the future projects that's already been announced. I one, thought that we'd see one yeah. cameo. I was surprised we didn't get uh, no Morbius, guys. Ah, oh, no what Morbius. The heck? This I movie's mean, not going to make a lot of money. I'm talk about right. natural. Uh, it would have been so easy. Come on. <laughs> it would have been so easy. Just <laughs> yeah. fall. They fall into a salad. They fall into eight three eight. With Morbi- Morbius and Vulture. They, do you want to <laughs> form a team? <laughs> they wanted to keep the audience from morbing too hard in the theaters. They I, didn't I want almost take morbed. I would have morbed hard, man. I, I know. I, I, I was looking for so them in it. the background. <laughs> I get it, man. I get it. No Blade. No but Blade. But we did get um, the long trench coats. I thought that the, with the sunglasses in 838... The, all the townspeople had oh, trench coats. Yeah, yeah. Not leather trench coats, but I, I thought coats. that they were leading into that. So yeah. I got hyped, but no. Yeah, so the, the fun part about this movie is you think, all right, they're going to explore the multiverses. They're going to uh, do the absolute max they can do with the multiverses. All these cameos are going to come. But no, that didn't happen, which gets me excited for future projects. Mm. You know, it didn't happen here. But I think, like, patience has been this whole thing with the MCU. That's why the MCU has succeeded and the DCU for the most part has failed. Absolutely. Well, now they're going to try with the Flash. Yeah, they're going to try, but like, you get, Thanos is first teased at the end of The first Avengers Avengers. in 2012. And we don't get him, uh, we get him at the end of phase two, another post-credits. In Guardians. 
Well, in, we get him. We get a pretty you're significant right, scene. You're in right. Guardians. He does get in Guardians, but the, Yo, he has become the big bad until <laughs> Infinity War. Right. Exactly. Which, that is what like a a twenty or at least fifteen movie span from yeah. Avengers to Infinity War. So just the patience there is so rewarding in a rewatch, mm-hmm. and I think that's just what Kevin Feige strives on. Like they're planning the next ten, 10 years of MCU. Like if we want stuff now. We're going to be disappointed, I think, a lot of the time. Yeah. We just have to be patient and know this universe is growing before our eyes, and it is just a, a journey to watch. But tell me, in that one dimension where Evil Strange is, you did not think that was the Flash as that red streak <laughs> going past. The red streak. Oh, I was like, no way. Yeah. They're going to have the Flash here oh and tie gosh. into the 2024. Or even in the lava scene, I'm like, oh, what if Darth Vader did <sighs> If that happened, I legitimately would have been mad. Was I the only one who was expecting a Kang cameo when they woke up in that prison sequence? I thought he was just going to be one of the background scientists. That's because like, that thumbnail you saw. I thought it would have been funny if Howard uh, the yeah, Duck were true. there as another prisoner. You know, just universal oh, constant is Howard the Duck being captured by the <laughs> yes. some sort of law enforcement. Yeah, that uh, was good. So, no Eternals references at all. Uh, no Black Knight, no Eternals. Billy and Tommy being a real, not a Wanda imagination thing. Yes. We got that yeah, as a multiverse. They are real. I've seen some criticisms levied toward those two kid actors. I don't really see them. I really thought I all their scenes. I thought they were like pretty good. Like that scene when they see the Scarlet Witch and they're hiding behind the the um, the railings. They're and just, they're crying. Dude, they're just <laughs> what are, kids. What about the ice cream song? Most <laughs> that ice cream song was hilarious. Oh, that, was no, so it was it was it brought some it brought some some emotion yeah, to Yeah, I, I that's what um, I got. Yeah. That's what I got when I saw that. Scarlet scene. Witch, yeah. Yeah, cuz she it's not so much it's not them you need to focus on in that sequence. It's yeah. it's Wanda. And she has been sitting there trying to get to these two kids. That's what kids do. They right. sing stupid They're stupid. <laughs> They're stu- it's supposed to be stupid. But she has this, finally, this civilian life that she's into now. And she's like, oh, I don't want to talk to you guys. But, oh, my gosh, everything in me wants to go talk to these two this is why I'm doing everything mm-hmm. I'm doing. Yeah, they're sitting there singing a stupid song that's cringy. It's designed that way. Because it's so normal and something that a totally a, a stupid 11-year-old would do. And it totally makes you endeared to Wanda. That's who you're supposed to focus on in that scene. Yeah, and some of this this phase is also doing really well is they're just taking these uh, super uh, niche and just weird things that we look at in, in real life. Yeah. Like, and they make them realistic and mm-hmm. cool, like Egyptian gods we saw. They, they somehow turned this weird concept into, like, characters and then seances and possessions, they turned that into like a plot device here. And I thought it was done really well. I agree. I really do. This movie was amazing, guys. I I think, I mean, do we have anything else that we want to say? Yeah, yeah. No. I, I want to keep going through our list here. We <laughs> well, got a couple more. Wait, just a couple more. Okay, just to say no. So they do come yeah, out. Right. I thought that when they were talking about the, the symbols on Gargantos, they were talking about Agatha. Because they said, do you know a witch? <laughs> I thought they were gonna say it was Agatha, but no, uh, no, no Agatha. Guy, no, no Loki, no yes. Loki or yeah, Sylvie. No that's, that's the big we one. We thought that Loki would tie into this movie too, but he didn't. So when is Loki gonna pop? Well, up let's again? highlight this at the premiere. Papa Feige did shout did. out Loki and yes, said that what Sylvie did to Kang at the end of that show is a is the reason that this multiverse story can happen. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. 
We got almost all of our show predictions right. So Captain Carter, know the Watcher. I thought we would see the Watcher yeah. in the space between the universes. I thought that would have been cool. I thought when he was, uh, do, we, do you remember what the good book was called? The the Book of Ashanti. Yeah, Ashanti. when he was in that realm looking at yeah, the Ashanti. Yeah, the, the place between the multiple. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, it'd be so cool if the Watcher was here. That would have been, been just in the background. Maybe we missed him. Who knows? If we miss something, let oh, us yeah. know. Yeah. We gotta look for the eyes. I wonder if the eyes are somewhere. Because you know how we would see the, yeah. the silhouette of That's the watcher true. with the eyeballs. I can see. Yeah, that. and also in line with Moon Knight, keep an eye out for reflections. This mm. movie, Wanda uh, can uh, dream walk through oh. uh, reflections. Speaking of eyeballs, when they pulled out Garganto's eye. Oh yeah. Oh. That was that was the moment where I knew. Oh, actually, the first moment I knew was when uh, Defender Strange was stabbed in the leg, and it was just uh, this huge gash. It wasn't like a red blood. You know, it wasn't. No, it, it wasn't was a red scrape. It was a, a stab and yeah. a pull. They pulled the muscle out of his leg and threw it, and then his leg started to to mold immediately. It was gruesome. That's immediately I knew that yeah. this movie was going to be different. And it was yeah. insane. We got uh, Zombie. We got Zombie Strange. I thought that was yes, sick. Yes, we did. Little callback to What If. Uh, Evil Strange, we got that. Star Wars, we totally got that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> Alright, it wasn't... It wasn't. We got a lot of think it's Mustafar. Mustafar has different things. I know, I know. We got the Illuminati. We didn't get What If Ultron. No What If Ultron, um, yeah. We got... Um, Captain Marvel was in it. I'd say that was she was. That's Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. If uh, but so nothing else. Rainbow. We didn't get any Secret Invasion. Nothing yeah, with Miss Marvel. Nothing with Thor. Nothing with Charlie Cox and Defenders. Yeah. And nothing with Black Panther. And here, go to the the Iron Man one because I think Ben was the only one who got that one right. The Iron Man. Uh, yeah, Iron Man Supreme. Oh, Iron uh, Man Supreme. Yeah. What did we? Say? I said um, no we for said, both of those. Right. We said yes for an Iron Man variant. Actually. Oh, yeah. that we would see an Iron Man. So I yeah. With all the Ultrons, I guess that was just Reed Richards. Yeah, we, were, really pretty set, we so, were pretty set on seeing a Spider-Man. We didn't see any Spider-Man. We were pretty set on um, uh, X-Men. I said no. Yeah. You guys said yes. There was no X-Men. Uh, we all wanted a, We all said yes to an Iron Man variant. Um, but yeah, there was... Across the board, we thought Agatha was going to make an appearance. <laughs> you did. No, no, we all said yes. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. I did say. We I all said yes. I didn't say yes. We said yes. We did say yes. We all said yes. I have it right here. I mean, we can I guess back. I did think she'd have a small appearance. Yeah, Maybe. we didn't just see as a any little, Agatha. Just a little cameo, you know. Um, and I think it is established that um, if we're talking about not nexus points, absolute points. Yeah. I think Vision always has to die when they fight Thanos because mm. you don't mm. see Vision in any of the. That's right. The other She's not exist. with Billy and Tommy and Wanda in that one dream scale. I thought he was going to show up at some point, like midway through. And be yeah, like, just pat no. him on the back. <laughs> but no. Hey, kids. Nothing like it's that. It's me. And we so, were entirely off with our post credit scene prediction. I said Infinity Ultron. You said X-Men. You said Kang. None of it. So, so like, <laughs> something entirely different with Clea. That's also something that Phase 4 has been doing. Just blowing expectations. With, with Eternals, these post credit scenes... For like non-comic book readers, you're sitting there like, 
who is that? What is this? <laughs> even if you do read comic books, even then it's like, whoa, what? Thanos had a brother oh, and his, his Harry Styles? And he, works, <laughs> and he rolls around with a troll? What's <laughs> this Thanos. sword? And who was that voice? Yeah. That's oh. Very strange. So strange. many, many things we got right, even more than we got wrong. But uh, I would say cameos were not the focus of this movie. And if you go in with that, you're probably not going to be so, like, so... If you go in with that, respecting what you want to see, you're not going to be really fulfilled. But... Yeah, the multiverse isn't done. No. Multiverse no, it's not. It does not get wrapped up. It does not. Movie. Cameos are not, not done. There's always a chance to see Logan again, especially with America Chavez in the picture and being yeah. able to jump multiverses as long as she's a factor and as long as yep. the results of whatever Kang's got going on and the um, the Citadel at the end of time. Kang. And, yeah, Kang That's and the big Loki, one. the result of that. As long as all that's still in play... Cameos are still always on the board, so I don't think not getting cameos here, like not getting a Nick Cage Ghost Rider or a Ben <laughs> Affleck Daredevil, I don't think anyone should be mad about that. Yeah. So what's next for um, the MCU? What are we going to see next? Well, the next thing we're going to see is Miss Marvel mm -hmm. on Disney+. Plus. That's on June 8th, June 8th. and that's the same... Yeah, same week as uh, Kenobi 3. Mm -hmm. Kenobi Episode 3. Uh, and then, uh, or probably Kenobi Episode 4, actually. Is it 4? I don't know. Because they're both... Uh, three. Well, it's 3. We'll have to see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, I'll have to adjust my calendar. But um, then after that, we got July 7th, Thor Love and Thunder. So we got a bit of time. Uh, listen, Next month. And then the month after that. It's because they're wetting the board. They're going to let some time pass. They're going to let Strange be in the theaters. And then we're on... The Kenobi hype train mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for Obi-Wan Kenobi because as much fun as this was for me Kenobi is truly what I yeah. was looking for in May so yeah that but we're not talking about that yes now. we're not talking about stupid Star Wars <laughs> whatever that crap is we're talking about Doctor Strange and yeah quick wrap-up thoughts let's do it at the end of this i I, I really like this discussion, guys. After just seeing it, we've done pretty well with so, recapping our thoughts. First impressions are your first impressions better than No Way Home or worse than Ooh, No Way Home? I think pacing wise and uh, just consistency and storytelling and just adrenaline pumping. I don't want to say this is better than No Way Home, but I think it just, this was just such a fun, like No Way Home played it safe. Bring yes. back characters. Very we love. safe. Yep. Bring this back one characters. Took chances. We love. This one is so experimental. Sam Raimi, the, so Kevin Feige, man. It's, it's like Sam Raimi. Watch. Here's a key. Like open as many locks as you want. Do anything you want. Yeah. Like from that aspect, the freedom Sam Raimi had, and some of the shots. Like when Doctor Strange sips that tea, and you have like stuff yeah, I never thought we'd weird. see in a Marvel movie. Just so many super close-up shots. Yeah. I love those close-up shots that are on eye levels. Because you get so much more emotion, you get the 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 insecure. You get everything yeah. with the eyes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So comparing to No Way Home, No Way Home brought back fan beloved characters, mm -hmm. characters you love to see, uh, all the villains, all the the Spider Men, great. But this movie was bold. It did new things. It took risks. It was entertaining yeah. from the the start to the finish. And I really had no big problems with this. I. It's too early to say if I like this better than No Way Home, yeah. but I really did enjoy this film. I'm going to say no right off the bat. Uh, maybe it'll change and with more viewings, but right now, no. No Way Home is 
definitely a better movie than this. I, I in my opinion, I think mm. the inclusion of all those Spider Man is great. I, I, I've talked No Way Home to death, but uh, I I'm gonna say no. But I really really like this movie. I'm gonna say it's just about the same. It mm. does it does more things better, and then does some things. Not better than No Way Home because No Way Home does so many things they do, so yeah. well, like the Spider Sense sequence yep. and the the uh, the cast of characters. You can't beat that. That is an all star group of villains and superheroes. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah. And you get three Spider Men. You get the Aunt May death. Andrew you get everything. Garfield. Everything is so good about No Way Home, and everything is so good about this movie too. And you get the Sam Raimi creativity. You get the yep. the shots. You get the visuals. You get the 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 colors and the the vibrancy and the the music. concepts and the music and the Beethoven's Fifth throughout <laughs> that whole sequence. Did you guys catch that? I did. I dun, did. Dun, dun, dun. That you was get John epic. Krasinski. You get yeah, Patrick cameos. Stewart. You get Miss Marvel out of nowhere. You get the the characters that you don't know about, like uh, what's his Black name? Bolt. Black Bolt. That I never heard of. Captain Carter, we get to Captain see. Captain uh, Carter. Dang, what's her name? The actor. Um, uh, who Ms. plays her? No, Ms. I'm Marvel. forgetting. I hate that. A wave of just forgetfulness always, goes over I'm all, the crowd. I'm all, oh, Haley Atwell. Haley, yeah, Haley Atwell. Atwell. Thank like, you. Holy cow. Seeing her get to play this role yeah. is so fun. And it's really like people who hate Captain Carter... Okay. Doesn't she's, matter. She, she dies. She dies in a People who love Captain <laughs> Carter, got you got this scene. That was well, That's what's so great about this multiverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Quick wrap-up thoughts. Micah, Ooh. just to wrap up your thoughts on your first viewing, and would you go see it again? I mean, yeah, I'll see this again. <laughs> I don't know when I'll see this again, though. I've got a busy weekend, so... Okay. Um, I I'd love to see it again. Definitely buying the steel book as soon as I. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get on that because I um, think the art from that. Yes, is really yes. Good. Um, if if you guys are interested in steel books at all, get them pre-ordered because fat chance you'll get them day one. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I'll With say this. No Way Home. It's still sold out. Has not restocked. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm waiting um, for that. I'll say this. No, don't wrap it up because we've given our thoughts. Your favorite scene in this. Oh, movie. Yeah, one more thing. It is better than the last Marvel movie that we got to. So, Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Movie. I, I forget. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's safe to say. I, I, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a close. Long shot. It's close. I mean, did this movie make you morb? <laughs> no, it didn't make me. All right, so true. favorite scene. Favorite scene. In favorite this movie. scene. There's a lot. I know. Omni Man sequence. Easy. I'm gonna call it the Omni Man sequence when Scarlet Witch is just wiping the floor with. Uh, Black Bolt's blood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a shocker. I mean, it definitely hit me the hardest, for sure. Oof. Throughout that Sam Raimi wrote that scene and then wrote a story around it. Yeah. Gotta say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can we make Scarlet Witch... Merc the Illuminati. Merc yeah. everybody, yes. And so starting from when um, she's destroying the Ultron bots to the snap of Professor, Professor X's X. neck. Ugh. I think from there to there, that sequence is unbeatable. Yeah. It, it's better than any sequence in No Way Home, and that's what it puts it over for me. I, yeah. I'll oh, say it. it's I'll over say it. now. I'll say it. Yep. I'll say it. That one that scene. That sequence is better than any sequence in No Way Home? Yep. Hold on. You're going to tell me. Takes, Micah. You're because it gave me, me a feeling, man. Well, okay, okay. Oh, well. What about the, the rooftop scene? The rooftop in sequence. No that's home. what I'm going to point out. The rooftop sequence where all three <laughs> Spider-Man that we've grown to love over the course of 20 years get together and talk about how 
Uncle Ben and Aunt May have influenced their life. Yeah, we already got that in, in Spider-Verse. But these are characters we this, know. Right, exactly. We know these to characters. This, it's, I mean, if it me, hadn't been done before already by the end of Spider-Verse, I think it would have more weight. Uh, sure, I felt emotions, but did I feel in awe, like, a, wow, like this is really happening? No. I felt that with this movie, though, mm. with that fight scene and how she just... Because we've been we've been looking forward to this too for the past ten. How how long has it been since? Uh, when was Scarlet Witch's first appearance? Was that twenty fifteen? Twenty fifteen. That's almost ten years. That's that's almost a decade of Scarlet Witch wondering just how powerful is Scarlet Witch? How powerful? How much is she holding back? And we finally get to see that. We got to see a little bit of of the unstoppableness of Vision. I mean, of, of Ultron. It was Ultron and, and What If. But, yeah. Uh, and now we get to see it in live action of just how unstoppable some of these villain, or some of these superheroes turned villains could be. I will say this. I got to disagree, but I'll quote Green Goblin himself by saying, I respect that. <laughs> Ethan, do you have a favorite scene That's or something you there. really, really like about this movie in well, general? Yeah, I really like just the Sam Raimi of it, all the the aspects he brings to it. Just the crazy weird shots and just sequences of, of nausea you get in this film that you've never thought you'd mm. see. But favorite scene-wise, man, it's just tough for me to sit here and think about it, but... The thing that pops off the top of my head is just the, the ending scene when they're repairing uh, Karmataj and you have Wong and who we really thought would die in this movie. I really did. He did no, no Wong death. survives yeah. this film, which I love. And you just get that. That's a surprise. <laughs> and you get that relationship between Wong and Strange. And yeah. it's like, Wong, are, are you happy? And I, he's like, I don't know. But, it's a heavy question. Yeah. We can do it together. Mm. And then he bows to Wong. Which, yeah. Like, their relationship is just so good. And obviously there are crazy scenes in this movie, a lot of intense scenes. But I'm always down for a good deep character moment. Mm -hmm. The Wong cinematic universe remains intact with him still being alive after this, which is beautiful. We got to get his resolution with uh, Shang-Chi. Whatever's happening yes, with those rings. Yes, We got to get that. We didn't Absolutely. see Shang-Chi in this. Where did Wong take... Um because that was the post credit scene, right? Shang-Chi yeah. was taken by Wong. Once they revealed that it was going to be two hours, I was like, they're not going to have a lot of time to really do much. What do you think that? about the runtime? Yeah. I thought it was fine. I, I, thought I had that, no problems with I it. I think honestly. I leaned over to, to Ben like an hour yeah. and a half into it. I'm like, they have done so much with this with this short Ramey runtime. is efficient. They've done so much, yeah. None of it felt like a drag out. I felt the runtime in Batman. I felt the runtime a little bit in No Way Home. I didn't feel it at all in this. I agree. Short and sweet. That. Yeah. And it wasn't even short. It not was two hours. Not that this is a better movie than both those, but runtime-wise, this one I felt the least. Mm -hmm. Guys, Doctor Strange is an absolutely fantastic film. Doctor Strange, Strange in Mom. the Mom. In the Mom is a fantastic film. Comes highly recommended from all three of us here at Multiverse Monologues. Next week, we have Hulk, as we've mentioned many, many on times. Peacock. Look forward to that uh, next, next Monday, I should say. As for this one, it's going to be up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts pretty much right away. I'm going to go home and edit this uh, <laughs> right away and get this out. Video will be out later. Uh, we thank you guys for sticking around. Let us know what you guys thought of this movie. Very divisive. Half of our group didn't really enjoy this movie. I really think like people who love this most, like, like Sam loved it, but us three. Yeah. 
I'm I'm just so happy I'm that a, us, yeah. I, yeah. the panel right here really really love this movie. I am, but I do see so, so certain criticisms. I really do, and with multiple viewings, maybe they'll be highlighted more. Maybe they I won't. think when you scale it though, like the benefit, the positives in this film are really high. I mm. totally agree. I totally agree. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is our review of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Subscribe, leave a review. And we will be right back at you with more videos on YouTube and more podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. As for us, I'm Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan. I'm Micah. And we hope you have an absolutely fantastic day.